Okay, with uh, Lesia Fionda, Give Us a Smile is the short film uh, played at the, the Female uh, feedback, feedback Film Festival. It's a kind of re comedic retelling of Mona Lisa basically getting her painting taken by Leonardo da Vinci. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming every single person knows what Mona Lisa is. Have you seen it at the Louvre? Have you uh, seen the Mona Lisa at the Louvre? I have not. Um, France has been on my bucket list for some time. Um, I've been fortunate to go to Europe a few other times, but that is my goal for 2024. Yeah. I it's not it's the I've I've been and basically, but the, okay. the thing is though, there's so many people around it, and there's so many pictures being taken. It's sort of like right. Of, I know like, it. Yeah, it, it kind of became form. almost like a second form of art, like the chaos surrounding it and everything. Yeah, but, yeah it's yeah, that's exactly it. It's sort of like I'm from I'm I was born and raised in Niagara Falls, and was kind of the same perspective of Niagara Falls. Like during the day, it mm -hmm. was like in the summertime is like madhouse of people. Right. Time yeah. to pose no. when nobody's there. So you can yes. take in the glory, I guess. Right. I know I have a feeling it, it'll be one of those hyped up moments and then I will be there and there will be a sea of people and I'll be like, oh, interesting. <laughs> but it's but, a, yeah. but it's an amazing uh, museum. So basically. So. It is. Yes. No, looking so, forward to going at some point. I'm assuming you basically, because uh, you also act in the film, I'm assuming you've been told that you look like Mona Lisa to a certain. That's I have. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's kind of funny because I feel like there's almost been premonitions of this project. Um, one year for Halloween, I got this costume where the face was cut out and it was the Mona Lisa. So I was that. Um, I have been told before that I look like her and I've always loved art history. So it's kind of the perfect storm that led into writing this script. But I have heard that. Are you an actor by trade or are you like, what are you, are you an actor first, director first, writer first? Yes, definitely an actor first. Okay. I got into acting. I've always wanted to be an actor, uh, did a little bit of theater acting in high school, but really started um, passionately, you know, getting into acting about six years ago and then started writing maybe two years ago. And then this was my first thing that I've directed and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So what, like, so this is, it's a daunting task, right? Your first uh, directing film. So what, it's one yes. location, so you're lucky there, but it's also mm -hmm. difficult because you have like landmark figures you play, you portray. I know it, there's a, there's a comedic lens, lens to it. It also makes mm -hmm. it even more difficult where it's a, there's right. a tone that you got to kind of nail. Not an easy Absolutely. For your first film. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate because this uh, actually started in my playwriting class in my last semester of college. So fortunately, because it was a, you know, intro to playwriting class, my professor was like, you have to make a play and it's 10 minutes long and it has to be in one location. And that did really serve me very well, as you had mentioned, because we ended up building the set in my parents' garage and that served as our Renaissance Italy. So it was, that was useful, but it was definitely a daunting task because it was my first film. I largely had to learn like every step of it. Mm -hmm. And fortunately I knew some of the process just from, you know, acting and doing a lot of film work, but it's nothing like when you're responsible for everything. So it was a daunting task. I think I had started, um, I decided to do it in December of 2021. And then I worked essentially on it from then until we filmed in July of 2022. And then a lot in the post-production, but yes. So tell, uh, talk to me about the uh, the, two, the other two actors. How did you find them? Absolutely. So Antonio Vitreno, who played Alessio, he was actually a student at Oakland 
when I was there. So that was how I found him. And then Tony Amato, I had actually been in a feature film with who plays Leonardo. Both are fabulous theater and film actors. I love them dearly. And I really wanted to make it an all Italian cast. I'm Italian and, you know, love my heritage. So I really wanted it to be, you know, authentic and feel in that way. I told, I listen, Toffolo is my last name. I, I got the, yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> part of the tribe as well. So I get it. I, yes. I was going to bring that up. Everybody's got a, a vowel at the end of their names in your, in your film. Oh yes, absolutely. I know. And it was funny because we had Tony Antonio and then my dad who helped build the set was Tony. So I'm like, I need a Tony. And they're all like <laughs> looking around, but <laughs> you get a lot of that. Eh? Well, you can, one of them could be Anthony, I guess. Right. So. Yes. <laughs> So you said you, you you filmed it in your parents' garage. This is true. Yes, because I that was one of my biggest obstacles, um, which was starting to delay filming because I couldn't find a location to shoot in. You know, I tried to look at like different little historical villages and everything just felt not like Italy in the 1500s, which was definitely a challenge to do. And fortunately, my parents are both very creative, very handy. And I was like, okay, having a hard time finding a location what if we were to clear out the garage and essentially make a set there? And they were a little hesitant and then they kind of bought into it and they were like, okay. So we started like mapping it all out and sourcing artifacts. I mean, the nice thing was that the set was bare bones, but it was kind of nice to like add the layers to it to make it feel lived in. But um, it wasn't too, it came together pretty easily um, for having to build a set from scratch. Yeah, I guess it's all, it's a beige kind of template, I guess, right? Yes, right. Yeah, because I wanted it to look like, because part of me, I kept going back and forth. I'm like, how messy should the workshop be? But I'm like, this is Leonardo da Vinci's workshop. You know, this is a, a master of art. So mm-hmm. it was kind of playing between that. Cause I didn't want it to be distracting. And um, I kind of liked it a little more simplified. And my mom, I have to like give credit where credit is due. She did all of the drawings from uh, a lot of like Leonardo's journals and she did all of those like replications. And also as the film goes on, the portrait progresses and she had done all of that. So I was very fortunate that my parents were able to take on the task and far exceed it as well. So they believe, I guess they believe in you and it. Uh, yes. they. Yeah, they do, which is really sweet. And they've always been very supportive because um, since I was like four years old, I wanted to be an actor and, They've been nothing but supportive and um, I'm looking forward to like other projects because I never realized, you know, how useful they can be on a film set. So it's been very nice. Where did, where did you grow up? I grew up in Clarkson, Michigan. It is a bit north of Detroit. So yes, grew up my whole life there and then lived with my parents for a long time. We made my film and it's a good time. <laughs> good time and so in, so are you still in the, in the, the Michigan area the- yes yeah now I'm currently located in Troy um which is nice because it's a little bit closer to Detroit and some other things um as you know the acting is expanding a bit for me which is good and you know hope to be doing more projects and traveling as well which will be nice so I noticed in the film that uh Da Vinci was was uh, drawing a lot with his left hand is he was he left-handed so, you know, I actually do not 100% know if he was left-handed, but um, it was, I was really impressed because while I was thinking of like, cause I'm a perfectionist and kind of OCD. So I tried to think of everything with the film, but my actor, Tony Amato, he was like, I'm assuming the camera is going to be here. So he trained himself to 
draw with his left hand, which was really impressive because he knew that the camera would be with how we set up the stage and everything in rehearsals. So I was very impressed by that. Because I know that back in the day, like up, up until even like maybe like three generations ago, they used to make make sure people weren't left-handed. They would they they thought it was a devil's work, and they would like put their right. arms on them. Oh, okay, that's very interesting. I didn't. I'm left-handed, so I, I have a good historical. Oh, okay, <laughs> you have the devil's mark, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. But, you know, I'm gonna when when this is done, I will look into that because I am now wondering. But yeah, because I know even even a couple of generations, I talked to people like, and they they've been they've been forced they were forced to go with the right hand. So I'm just curious, but even but I know there's famous artists of the past that mm -hmm. maybe wherever they're because it's there's it's such an interesting element of how does Da Vinci become Da Vinci, right? So I know I'm kind of stretching right. a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's interesting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So, but there's, I, I couldn't help but notice there's a certain feminist kind of uh, thematic happening in your film. Absolutely. Um, I love um, like themes of feminism, women's rights, also comedy and art. So this was kind of like mixing it all together for me. And I remember when I had the idea, I like kind of started scribbling in my margin. And I was like, Mona Lisa, Leonardo. And I was like, what happened there? And just kind of looking into that. And I wanted it to read because I love period pieces and I've seen like almost everyone out there that can be streamed, but I wanted it to have a modern feel to it and to not just, you know, maybe through a humorous retelling of it, you know, maybe teach people some things about the portrait and, you know, this kind of icon of pop culture, but, you know, to also slip in this, you know, theme of feminism and to have it connect with like a more modern audience because I think it's important to have a purpose with your film. And obviously that's something that's, you know, women's rights are very important to me. So putting that in a way, but also in a way where you're not hitting people over the head with it. And I think that layering in the comedy with that, I hope that it kind of achieved, you know, comparing how, what a woman's life was like then and now and how there's been progress and also how, you know, some things still linger from then. Yeah, there's still there's well, yeah, it's there's still a long way to go. It's funny, I just read mm -hmm. a book about the seventies just like last week, and it's like we've gone so far, there's so much progress in the last 50 years in terms of women's rights. It's kind of crazy. Like there was mm -hmm. there, I think in your state, there was like a state where like you couldn't, as a female, if you were in gym class, you couldn't run like you you couldn't do a full basketball court because they didn't think that you can handle it. So <laughs> you know, you could only right. This is like 50 yeah. years ago, right? Like, right. It's, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. And how women couldn't wear pants in the workplace. And, oh, yeah, that was I a mean, big deal. That, yeah, that was a big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that would kill me now. I love my pants, you know? So it, it's crazy. Yeah, like you said, you know, in our parents' generation and everything else, it's it's crazy how much has changed. And then also, you know, how there's still a lot of conversations surrounding, you know, current women's rights and trying to undo some things of the past. You know, it's like we should be moving forward, not sliding backwards but there was a, even like uh there's like in a lot of the big companies there was even a rule that in like guidelines in the career in the in the in the in the employee handbook that the woman cannot wear pants they had to wear a skirt or a dress <laughs> yeah no it's crazy and i think that people forget how you know the short timeline in between those things and you know how we have to keep the conversation going and keep you know again let's not go backwards let's keep moving forwards and you know work towards a more true equality but 
Because to be be fair, in reality, Mona Lisa probably couldn't have the mouth that she has in your film, perhaps. For sure. Yes. And that was a lot of the fun of it. Um, And obviously, like, because I I remember when I was workshopping the script, someone was like, well, I don't think Leonardo was a misogynist. And I'm like, well, I don't know if he was, you know, but that's a fun liberty to take. And it's also, you know, when you're coming from a certain time period, I mean, I don't even think misogyny was necessarily a concept then because it's just the norm. So, you know, it's kind of playing around with that. And no, it's what she would have loved to have said, I like to think. So kind well, of you fun bring up, just... you, But you bring up an interesting point because it's sort of like, there's a certain, like, uh, your generation has been labeled as like trying to cancel people a lot. And you have to right. understand that the certain time that you're in, like, yes. so, like he probably was a misogynist because that's what how he was trained to be right so right absolutely and also um you know there's a lot of speculations about his sexuality so you also have to think you know he spent a lifetime um you know maybe you're not you know being sure. gay or whatnot but also you know not being surrounded by women you know he was a bastard um who you know he had somewhat of a relationship with his father but I mean, most of his life was not spent around women. So, I mean, that will definitely have an effect on someone too. And then, you know, he's painting Lisa Del Giacondo, which there's not a ton known about her in history. I tried to base as much of it on fact as I could, and then obviously take a lot of humorous liberties with it. But yeah, you never know what his, you know, what that could have actually looked like. Yeah. There's a nice little cool, uh, cool uh, uh, passage in your film where like you got to change the lighting when you're being shot your character's being shot and you kind mm-hmm. of like move the lighting a little bit of like trying to get the look of her. That's yes. pretty effective. So tell me, I just, it's sort of like a segue to your cinematographer. Tell me about working with your cinematographer because there it's like you, people think that it's all, it's just a, like three people in a room talking, but there's some really interesting oh, of course. lighting uh, choices in the film. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you noticed that, but um, yeah, my cinematographer is great. His name is Cooper Arndt. And I've worked with him before on several acting projects. He's got a great little team that he works with. But it was really fun to, you know, do what we could to kind of make a limited space feel kind of magical. And that's why, you know, when you get that authentic smile out of her, you get that heavenly light shining in because it's also the ticking clock because, you know, in the story, she's hypothetically running late. So then that cuts into the time he has to paint and the natural light and everything. So no, it was really great working with um, Cooper and honestly my whole team because it was really neat because when I started acting in about 2018, I didn't really know what I was doing and just kind of putting myself out there. And over the course of time, I've worked with some really great local artists here. So it was kind of fun to, you know, have a little role reversal. And then, you know, they were working with me on my project and it was a great, you know, little collaborative process. And I just loved it because I took the best people that I've worked with and, you know, came to them and said, what would you like to do on this film? What have you always wanted to do? Let's make it happen. And I, the, it ran so smooth. Like, you, I cannot say enough. It takes a village to make a film. And also, if you've got a good village, you know, your film is headed in the right direction. And so when you're, when you're acting, when you're on, what would you do after each take? Would you go look at a monitor? Did you have trust in your DP? Right. Um, I definitely had to trust in my DP. And it's hard because I don't like to look at the monitor when I'm acting because I feel like it becomes too much of just a vain experience versus actually being in the moment and acting. So I definitely had to rely on um, my assistant director and my DP to, 
you know, be like, please push me. Like, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. Like, please tell me, you know, what needs to change. And I would watch playback a bit. Um, but that is one thing for next time, because part of my writing is I do love to act in it as well, because I'm definitely an actor first. But the, for next time, that is definitely something to work on is being a little more critical, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to see myself. But you know, having to still, you know, direct my own performance will be an interesting thing to work on. You have to like separate yourself, like they right of, of like this is not you. This is just the actor mm -hmm. and and uh, as a director, yes. the director's hat. Like that's not you. That's that's so you have to serve. Is right. that person serving the story? The per they, they, they correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I'm such an overthinker too, because like I'm like I said, I'm like a perfectionist, so I'm like thinking about ten million other things, and then I'm like having to look at myself and yeah it's definitely an interesting experience which is interesting because as an actor you just you have to be in the moment you can't be thinking about ten right. right yes yeah but i will say like um because i had definitely had some conversations ahead of time about this with like my ad and my dp and just yeah. being like we blocked out my time like i knew when it was coming i was like okay i'm blocking everything else out especially when it came to the monologue um that was definitely something that we wanted to make sure had some you know tender loving care on both ends for Mona Lisa and Leonardo. So just making sure that, you know, I blocked everything else out, did that. We made sure it was good. And then we moved on and I put all the hats back on and, you know, started to stress about everything else. But. So now you're, now you're talking, you're now you're in distribution talking to myself mm -hmm. at a film yes. festival. How's that the yeah. distribution stage for you? That, that must be a learning experience too. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's kind of the nice thing. I'm looking forward to making another film because I'm like, I will have went through the whole yeah. uh, circle of it, if you will. So no, it's been good. Um, it's shown at some local film festivals. It was a finalist in the Grand Rapids Film Festival that we went to, which was nice. And still waiting to hear back on a lot because um, it's one thing I love about Film Freeway. It's like, you know, I will, will know from now until the end of next year <laughs> like on some projects so or some festivals. So it's been an interesting journey and um, also just kind of humbling because, you know, you submit to a lot and obviously, you know, a certain smaller percentage of them you get into, but it's been a very interesting learning process for sure. So in terms of our festival, we sent the audience to you. What did you think about the audience had to say in the feedback video that we sent you? Yeah, no, I loved it because I, it's, you know, it's one thing when your friends and your family say that they like something or that something resonated with them, but it was really great to hear from total strangers who had never seen it before. And it's so funny, the different things that people pick up on and interpretations, even some things that were kind of outside of what I had even thought of. So it was really neat to see that. That's a, I mean, I wish more festivals did that. Yeah. Well, cause the film, I guess the film was the audience, right? That's the amazing thing about right. it. They just, they take, they pick it up from their their version of like the lives they've lived so far, right? So right, yeah, no, it was very interesting, and um, I have to say the audience, like, the audience was great. They had great commentary. I was like, this was this was very nice. Cool. Well, so you, so what's the what's your plan? Uh, you're going to keep acting. Keep, I'm assuming keep doing auditions. Are you going to stay? Yes. I am definitely going to relocate from Michigan, probably end of next year, I'm thinking. And um, it's been kind of hard because when I signed my lease, I was like on the fence of like, should I go to LA? But thankfully, I didn't because of all the strikes and everything going on. So definitely want to relocate next year. But yeah, I keep acting and I'm writing a little something else. So I would like to ideally get that made next year and kind of keep it all going.
keep going going well congratulations on the film i thought it was a really interesting thank you thing. like i said there's there's two things going like that's difficult it's like giving doing a period piece about people something that everybody knows about right and kind of giving me right. giving a satirical yin up and it's all about tone basically kind of like because this film can go really go off the rails if it's right. like yes. I'm sure you've been <laughs> in editing there's some tinkering to do like in terms mm -hmm. of pace and stuff like that and it's like yeah it's you like you really understand storytelling you really understand like uh the emotion so you're on your way like if this is your first oh, thank film, you yeah i, I, I appreciate i'm it. saying i see a lot i see a lot of films right so yeah 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 right i really appreciate that and your festival has been great like I, this is my first podcast i've done so i was very excited uh just to be part of everything so thank you so much so why don't you not be a stranger and let's talk again when you make your next film i love it that's i'm in <laughs> Like you said, there's got more more screenings in ahead of you. Uh, best of luck with your future success. Thank you so much, Matthew. I appreciate it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.